Free in the pink anymore? Nah, I mean we haven't been for a while, have we? There's no, let's be honest. Anyway. Let's be honest. Have we noticed the difference? <laughs> Maybe perhaps the show's got better. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think? I think it might have got. I couldn't tell you why, <laughs> but we think we're gonna call ourselves Brown Town <laughs> or Brunton. Brunton. Um, questions, comments, feedback. Let us know. Um, we let do want to change your name. And we are brown, and this is. Our town, so yeah, and and I feel like there is some kind of tenuous link: three in the pink, one in the stink, mm. one in the brown, two in the two in the brown, town. <laughs> two, in, two of us in town. Yes. What if what if we call it a night on the tiles? <laughs> <laughs> We're going preliminarily brown town, um, but you know we'll uh, we'll get your feedback on that. But we'll be posting from now as brown town. It will just be me and Apsy, of course. Because who else is? Who else is <laughs> there? Possibly else would be. Who else there is? Yeah. Um, so we're just we're gonna we're gonna go under that name mm. like a newborn baby. We're gonna give it the name Brown Town and see if it sticks slash see if something better comes along. But we'll probably end up just calling it Nigel. Yeah. Like the baby. Yeah. We could call the podcast a human name like like you would a pet. Uh, Sharon. Sharon. Carol. <laughs> so welcome to episode thirty-four of, of Brown. Um, This week we are talking about R. R Kelly. R. Kelly. Kelly McAllister. R. Kelly. (laughs) R. Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Um, This show is for you. We're just going to talk about you. Um, Kelly is um, about our age. Um, She has blonde hair. Mm. (laughs) How long did she do this for? She recently got a haircut. It's very short. Um, very nice. It's very cool. So really, can you wear Very right? cool. Very French. It's very French. Yes, it's a pixie cut. Not an easy thing to do to get a pixie cut. No, you can't. Or not many people can pull that off. You've got to have a delicate, sort of feminine little face. Yes, yes. Big eyes, cute little button nose. Mm. That's what you need, and that's what she's got. And it works. Yeah. Well done. Well done, Art Kelly. Um, but we're going to talk about also... Ross Kelly. Talk, I guess while we're here, I guess we should talk about the other R. Kelly. Yeah. Um, he's not our Kelly. No, he's, he's Rob Kelly. Robert Kelly. Yeah. Um, he's no one's Kelly anymore. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> he's just Rob. He's just his bitch brothers. Not the one he fucked over, but the other brother, who's like, man... Men, some I like younger women. He, oh, I know. Yeah, he when he's like, I like older women. Yeah, he likes older women. Oh, Kelly likes younger women. Listen, I like women over the age of thirty. My brother likes children. Yeah. You know, and that's his preference. Yeah, and that's and we just all have like, You haven't started the timer. What are you doing? Oh, um, let's begin. Go, hey girl, start the timer off. That's how Kelly. That's he how sings Kelly everything. would. He do be like, hey girl, what you doing? Would you start that time now? <laughs> Mush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, do you think he would have sex with you? You're too old. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, yeah. Don't but you look very young. Do you think you look young enough for our guy? Um, a lot of people would still smash. Yeah, if I don't. Took... Just assume other people don't want to fuck our Kelly. Yeah. A lot of people don't. Yeah. Uh, mm. Well, so specifically, we're talking about the docu series, yes. Surviving R. Kelly. Yes, we sat down and thought, you know what? We don't hate everything enough. 
Let's so, dark out. If you yeah. really want to dark <laughs> out, if you want to fall down this horrible, grim six-hour hole, hole. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know those dreams where you're trapped in them. Those nightmares that you have a particularly bad ending. nightmare. Yeah. yeah, and then you just are trapped like in sludge in quicksand. Yeah, not trapped in the closet. Mm. No, no, no. I mean, would you want to be trapped in R. Kelly's closet? Mm, I mean, he wasn't so much in the closet as just parading around outside the closet doing whatever he wanted. He shouldn't trapped in the closet. Is that intentionally sounds gay? Maybe. Has he been gay this whole time? Anyway, it's a six-part Lifetime documentary that we're talking about called Surviving on Kelly, in which about three million women are interviewed. <laughs> <laughs> interviewed about their encounters with R. Kelly when they were between the ages of, like, 14 and 17, I'd say. Or um, even younger. I think there were some that... I mean, Aaliyah met him when she was 12. Yes. Age ain't nothing but a number. Going down ain't nothing but a thing. Ah, is it good song melodically? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Just because it's kind of smooth R&B. Mm. Just because 90s, isn't it? Mm. Um, so these women Age is were... so much more than just a number. Mm. It's uh, your whole being. Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> it's the difference between a child. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Age is just such a stupid observation. It's like such a trite, stupid yeah. cliche. Age is just a number. Like, for whom is that really true? Yeah. You know, maybe if you're 30 and your boyfriend is 32. Yeah. You know... Um, but yeah, it's like so, saying it's like people talking about um, you know I don't see color, I don't see age, <laughs> I don't see age. Uh, R. Kelly does. That's all he sees. Yeah. Um, so these women were interviewed by Dream Hampton, who's a filmmaker, who I think initially intended. You've to written just... it down wrong because actually it's not capitalized at any. Fuck. Point. She's like sorry, Bell Dream. Hooks. Uh, she bell hooks to her name. Yeah. I've capitalised it because I'm a disgusting colonialist. Um, so I'm going to keep that actually, <laughs> <laughs> because names begin with capital letters. And uh, so yeah, uh, the the documentary sort of the first part kind of follows His tells you who he life. is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, His early life. What and then the, the next five are just just yeah. And I think maybe the next one is, is, is concentrates on Aaliyah. Yes, it's just in, how he became yeah. a paedophile. Yeah, how it, how it, uh, yeah, his origin story. Yeah, his Marvel Cinematic Universe origin story yeah. of uh, how he became a uh, sex cult paedophile uh, predator. He wasn't bitten by a spider to make him pedo. No, no, no. he was raped by family members. <laughs> yes, that's what made him. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like that. Yeah, anyway, so he, uh, that was going to say something very inappropriate. I actually don't want to say that. I recommend the document docu-series. Uh, you do have to sort of uh, acclimatise to the very American style of editing. Yes, there's a lot of do-do-do-do-do-do-do, and yeah. it like zooms in, and it just goes like uh, negative, black yeah. and white, and yeah, his eyes yeah, flash, yeah. and it's just a lot of like... They have like four or five stock footages of uh, pictures of him that they just cut to any time. Repeatedly, yeah. Yeah, someone finishes talking about him, and it just cuts to a close-up of his face. Usually he's got a cigar in his mouth with a, kind of like a mean look in his face yeah as if to go yeah i did that like whatever yeah. whatever's just been said about yeah. him i did that yeah um so the women just allege all of the grotesque uh ways in which he tortured and abused and assaulted them um and it's pretty relentless but it kind of whipped up a storm which is slightly surprising in some respects because r kelly's 
kind of been as is always described it's an open secret yeah and mm-hmm. it's always described as an open secret but for some reason this broke through uh yeah this, maybe I it mean, was the sheer volume it was and i think even well, myself as a viewer mm. when i watched it i wasn't aware of the like how systematic it was like specifically his abuse you know all of these i i knew we all knew about the famous piss tape mm. Um, and that wasn't a piss take. No, no, it wasn't a piss take. Very uh, serious. It was very, very serious. Most serious um, piss take. That's <laughs> ever. Yeah. Um, but the whole like you know Americans the, the cult. never understand what a piss take really means. <laughs> so they just literally <laughs> started pissing piss on, on you. people. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, the, the whole cult scenario is obviously deeper than I ever realised that it was. I don't Although that was, was but that well, that was a while back with the BuzzFeed article. Um, I have to confess, I mean, I think we did a an episode on the Mute R. Kelly campaign, and I have to be honest, I don't think I was very well prepared for that. Because no. we were just speaking, we I just, think, on terms of, like, uh, what do you do with, you know, creative artists that people might yeah, uh, that admire? Whole, that whole, that whole uh, shit new argument, argument that, no <laughs> yeah, that, that everyone that, is still very interested yeah. in having. Um, the but, art or the artist? Yeah. <laughs> ooh, 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 me thinks. Ooh. We have a dilemma about ooh. the art and the artist, the most what interesting cultural conversation of all time. <laughs> what do we do? What do we do with, with the, the artist? artist? <laughs> from the artist. Um, These people are paid thousands and thousands of pounds, to, r- pounds <laughs> to write stupid articles. Fuck all media people. Which I guess is kind of us, but whatever. We have normal jobs. I love Woody Allen, but what do I need? Just watch her down. Fucking hell. Um, anyway. But I didn't know. I was very surprised about the fact that Ignition came after. I, the timeline was all confused in my mm. head. Because I thought that the, the, the trial where he was accused of urinating on a 14-year-old child. Yeah. Uh, I thought that must have all come out. That must have all occurred after his sort of comeback, but that the comeback came on the back of yeah. It was coming it was back, back from his criminal case yeah. of child pornography. That was publicity for yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a comeback! What a comeback! And it just wasn't. Um, I mean, I some there's a couple of reasons why I think people aren't fully aware of this. One is that it's seen as, like, a black community issue. Mm. And the other, I think, in this country is that we probably didn't know as much because that... I, I don't know, I wasn't old enough at the in 1994, was it the case, um, to remember what was going on in the news, mm. but I don't think that R. Kelly was in the news for the child pornography thing. I remember it. Was it? Yeah, was it in the news yeah, over here? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, well, then we've got no excuse. I, re- I, I do remember it, but uh, when, when was it again? I remember being quite young. I remember uh, being very, very young. I don't know, 94, probably, like, early noughties, 2000. Yeah, I remember being very, very young. So they finally got him, but the things, because of the way that the legal situation works, well, is they finally, yeah. when they did get him, they got him on, like, having child pornography, not abuse or battery or, or GBH or anything rape. like that. Yeah. yeah. The, but... The reason why he was uh, acquitted in that case was because, firstly, well, he tried to, um, his his defence lawyers tried to argue that it wasn't actually him in yeah. the tape, and he it was said that he was said it was his brother. But what ended up happening was uh, they, I think everyone in the jury, everyone believed that it was R. Kelly, but mm. they weren't able to prove that the child, very clearly was a child, was 
the person that yeah, they were speaking about because she denied refused that it was her. She denied that it was her. Her parents denied that it was her. Yeah. And we can talk about that, you know, was it shame? Is it denial? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But they weren't able to convict him. He was... Um, also acquitted. corruption. And there yeah. was bad guys in the jury who were like, I know these girls, I don't know how these girls dress. I don't yeah, believe, I don't yeah, believe yeah. That And I think it was mouth. also, they made the point of, it was it probably a deliberate decision to delay the trial for so long? Six years. Six years. So this That's child not a delay. is now, yeah, the, the child is now an adult. Mm. And so much time has passed. And yeah, they, they in the documentary, they did sort of cut to a very short clip of an interview with one of the jurors who yeah. said like, I didn't like the way those women dressed. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. He um, was so sure. He was like, they, they're not fucking saying like a word of truth. Yeah. I know people, I know women who dress like that. I don't believe a single word. They, he, that's really bad. Don't they have to pick juries based on their ability yeah, how to do be they impartial? Screen, do they screen Yeah, jurors, I mean, like, one of the things that becomes sort of clear throughout the documentary is that there is clearly police collusion. Oh, it's absolutely, It's never stated yeah. probably for legal reasons, but there are many points in the show where um, the police are called or as an o- a lot of the audience members were like, why don't they go to the police? But when the police were involved, the, th- the, 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 uh, the anecdote always kind of fuzzles out at that point. Yeah. The police were either paid off mm. or they weren't, wouldn't take it seriously. I think uh, Dream Hampton herself said that... Um, it's surprising how many people were watching it going, why did nobody call the police? As if the police care about missing black girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and often these were just women, like 17 yeah. in certain states. So legally. Legally couldn't say this person who's been romantically involved yeah. with someone else who's of, the, of a legal age is being, being held, held against a will. will. Yeah. Because it's very difficult to prove that. And mm. the women in question were often saying, no, no, like, yeah. I'm not being... Um, so one of the things to... I guess target is I guess we have to steer clear of speaking for the victims and of for the black community because mm. we are almost black. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not but sure this not might quite. come as a surprise to everyone, but we're actually yeah. not black. We're not sisters. No. Yeah, we're aunties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're Benjis. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we could only can't really speak that much to that, but we can talk about celebrity culture and uh, some components of uh, abuse complicity um, you know protecting abusers yeah power I mean I think the MVP that is a black term which I'm going to confidently use <laughs> um, the MVP of the series I think is Andrea Kelly yes um, his ex-wife his ex-wife who take your maiden name girl girl yeah. take it back doing? yeah why do you want to be a she Kelly? was like the most um, articulate and the most funny, the funny and, and and aware. Yeah. Um, of all of the yeah, very she's astute, yeah. somewhat intellectualized or thought about it in a um, kind of more analytical way, as mm. well as she's a very moving and emotional speaker mm. uh, when detailing what happened to her. But she'd also clearly done a lot of. Uh, she hadn't just been thinking about it for mm. the whole time since she escaped, I assume. I assume yeah. it's, like, plagued her. Mm. Uh, not that the other people weren't lucid yeah. and intelligent, but uh, she she came across... She had a lot of the insights, and the yeah. best one was also the funniest one, <laughs> the thing that she said, which was... 
um, she's like, I'm not trying to be funny, but he can't read or write that well. So who was booking the flights? Yeah. Who was booking the hotels? Yeah. Who was driving in places? Who yeah. was signing the forms? Who was um, give, getting his passports? Yeah. Who was helping him travel? Yeah. Who was driving? And she's who saying, like, who, how, who did he have, how did he have... How did he have all this time because mm. she had no idea of um obviously he kept these the world the world of him and his and his wife very separate from mm. all of his like women that he hold up yeah and that was like you know compartmentalized so that she was uh, isolated from all of that and then when she did become aware of all these other women mm-hmm. that somehow were also in her house yeah uh, she was like, how did he have all the time to go out, make music, abuse all these other women, come home, abuse me? <laughs> and then, you know, yeah. make, do his job as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was, like, uh, very clear about... Because initially, I think that watching something like that is kind of an interesting exercise. If you're honest, I know a lot of y'all white bitches pretend like you watch stuff and don't have any bad feelings. You just watch it in a pure state Mm. of untarnished wokeness. But truly, if you watch things, you will notice certain strange... Uh, prejudices rising to the surface I think you can say and certain um, judgments that you might that will pop into your head and if you're not in denial you'll be like oh I didn't realise I thought that Mm. but personally speaking not to do a Liam Neeson but to probably overexpose (laughs) my own flaws um, when I was watching it when we were watching it I think we were sort of like why the why these fucking obviously sympathy with with the women but I think it was an exercise in exposing the fact that we all, a lot of people would watch it and go and think, why didn't the women know better? Or why did yeah. they not go, why did they not call bullshit? Yeah. Why did they not... Um, get up and leave. Get up, yeah, yeah, get up and leave, just walk out of the door. And it's... Uh, that is your immediate reaction, it was mine. Yeah. Yeah. And I, we were both, like, astounded, being like, what are you doing? Especially the ones who were, like, 16, 17. Yeah, like, who... What after, Especially, doing? like, say, after the first time they were... Uh, they were de- detailed the first time mm. that he yeah. abused them. And I think we had And then to, like, it was yeah. like, and then we carried on dating for a couple yeah, of years. And yeah, we were yeah. like, what the fuck? And yeah. it's strange, because the, the documentary itself isn't pushing for you to think that because I think it you know it has the a handful of clinical psychologists on hand to mm. explain the psychology of abuse victims which how I think difficult is a good, good, good yeah. thing that they included that as well just to kind of ground it yeah back because like I, we're all racist yeah because we yeah, all yeah. watched that and a and little part of yeah. us going why the fuck did these women yeah not get it together and that's I think that's one of the the what we can praise the documentary for doing it's not just like an indictment R. Kelly and all of the people that were protecting him, his entourage, the music industry, the black community. It's also like, and you, the viewer. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. you all thought the, yeah. the same thing. And the, 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 the series sort of bludgeons you over... I think it kind of hammers that out of you. And maybe I'm wrong here. Maybe everyone else was watching it feeling pure horror. But I just... I yeah. think it, it got over the course of the... You just... I think we get used to, uh, excuse me for doing a thank you, thank Mr. Banky moment, but I think we do get in the habit of engaging with so much abuse, usually of women in culture, Mm. that it's it takes a second to actually engage your empathy rather than your outrage. And I think as well, like you know, having been raised on sort of Tumblr shit. 
we are probably have a, a sort of language to talk about abuse in a way that a lot of these people wouldn't have. Yeah. You know, we, we you know, we probably are more educated on certain things and yeah. that now. Yeah. It, it, in the age that we are And also in, like we were watching it as that. 20 um, right, women yeah. in their mid late to late 20s, 20s yeah. who uh, have to an ex- uh, experienced abuse personally mm. and are now like it's it's hard if you've maybe been abused in whatever capacity to um put yourself back in the position of somebody who mm. didn't know all the things yeah because yeah i know all the warning signs now, now yeah but if i was 16 yeah like yeah. i wouldn't have known that uh, like being excessively vulnerable with right. somebody is a is a red flag. Mm. You think when you're yeah. younger that like a uh, like strong, capable man showing his vulnerabilities to you is like, you know, a rare thing, yeah. a rare bird. It yeah. means that you've like got to the truth of this like enigmatic person. Mm. Obviously, you get older and you realize that's just yeah. that's a really big and abuse is red abuse flag. is all about power and you know we've all we'll. I'm assuming, uh, well, lots of. Let me write that down. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? (laughs) Sorry. Um, And you know, (laughs) you know, women (coughs) will be in like situations in which there's a power dynamic, sometimes Mm. with like an older man or whatever. But like this, like our jelly (laughs) is, he was exploiting the probably the most extreme Mm. power dynamic that could ever exist Mm -hmm. so he is an adult man the most powerful and successful in his in r&b you know written songs for michael jackson whatever just like Mm -hmm. grammy award-winning whatever superstar Uh um and he is (laughs) i just didn't realize and he is preying on children mm. usually who come from poor backgrounds mm-hmm. uh women, uh, women young, young, young girls, girls yeah abuse uh, usually come from backgrounds in which they've been abusing their personal lives themselves mm-hmm. who have a dream mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. want to always always that's such a sad component of yeah. it's almost always that's the the hooker of how he gets them because often one of the ways that we weren't empathizing initially was saying well, why wouldn't they leave? But we were forgetting the component of aspirational yeah. performance. Like, they wanted to be performers of some yeah, they variety. Had, yeah. They wanted to be dancers, usually singers, singers or dancers. Singers, yeah. And he would he would uh, exploit that part of them. The part of them not only, that not only wanted, like, true love with a rich, powerful man, but also wanted to be famous. So mm. it was that toxic... It really is the most. Extra- I couldn't think the of anything for love that, yeah. and for fame, which are also yeah. similar things anyway. Yeah, I couldn't think of any any kind of power dynamic that's as like totally yeah. oppositional <laughs> yeah, exactly. than that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah completely. And, and also, I think as well when we were watching it, we were. At times going, when, when the survivors, as they call them, were speaking, we were like, what are you doing? But when the parents were there? Yeah. So yeah, par- yeah. there was interviews a lot with the parents of um, victims, um, a few of them still looking for their daughters who oh haven't, they haven't seen in years. Yeah. Um, Joycelyn. Joycelyn. And a lot of them, I think they were maybe questioned maybe by the interviewers. Uh, this A lot of it was post allegations mm. post the uh, child pornography trial uh did you not hear about this and why were you letting your 13 year old daughter yeah. uh, spend time with this man who was accused 
mm. of raping a child. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And a lot of them were like, well, he was uh, acquitted. So yeah, yeah. and the, that's that. And that's what I find like, um, you know, do people really believe trust in the justice system? Yeah, enough to think that an acquittal literally means. <laughs> they didn't do the, the, what, the crime. OJ Simpson. Yeah. Um, at the same breath, believe R. Kelly's yeah. innocent. Like, <clears throat> but again, the, the the documentary, whether deliberately or not, kind of broke down your assumptions to the um, to the point where you would you like. There are points where it's almost like the documentary knows you're thinking that and goes, Ah, I can see you're probably thinking. Hmm, why wouldn't they do this? And it shows you doing that. Yeah, that. yeah. And there's um, the um, the parents of um, what is her? Uh, it's like Ariel Azriel. Azriel, yeah. Azriel, uh, who is still in his uh, R. Kelly's uh, grip. Mm. Still, uh, they haven't seen their daughter in almost three years, and they seem and probably are. Great parents. Mm. She's 14 when R. Kelly meets her. She's an aspiring singer. And they know about the court case. Um, and and the dad is like, yeah, but we had some vague knowledge that he was acquitted. So, mm. But we, we agreed. We said, you can only meet him if we're there. Yeah. And th- their plan, the thing that we were... Mm-hmm. But people would be yelling at the TV for all the parents to do. They did all those yeah, things. So they... And they still found themselves like knocking or like trying throwing to track down their daughter throwing the rocks through at windows yeah. trying to see if their daughter was in that building yeah because they um they asked they insisted to r kelly that he not meet the daughter without alone them. yeah they need to, um, they need to do if, if they weren't yeah. there they would send their older daughter mm. asriel's older sister um and she Obviously, these admirable ways of caretaking for their child, but obviously not realising the sheer power that R. Kelly had. So they would send their daughter, the older daughter, and she would just be, like, bullied out of the Mm. room. She would be, like, threatened. Was she Mm. not, like... Was she not threatened? Yeah. Threw her in a car and dropped her off down an alleyway and were like, if you come back, we'll kill your your sister. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, People... You know, and this poor this poor couple did everything right in a way. Mm. They they tried to uh, limit their daughter's exposure, and but because of the fact that he was R. Kelly and they wanted their daughter to be successful too or to, to follow her dream, mm. they didn't she they didn't realise she was texting R. Kelly mm. and you know, fourteen year old girls don't want to listen to their parents. Yeah, of course. And yeah. they don't think that a guy is gonna like abduct and abuse <laughs> them. They just think R. Kelly, you know. Yeah. And what I, I think I remember saying to you that what I hope is that this is like a pre-celebrity awareness generation where being famous, there was almost like an uncynical trust in famous people mm-hmm. because there was the belief that they got there by sheer talent and talent... And goodness. Talent precluded about a cruel personality so you could be if a person was famous and I mean talented, he's that star up in the sky yeah he's he's, he's that mountain way up black high. church guy yeah yeah he, he, he made, made it, it. <laughs> he's, he's the world's greatest you know yeah <laughs> Should we call the episode World's Greatest Pedo? (laughs) 
I'm writing it down just in case. Um, you can see uh, when the episode uploads if we uh, chose that title or not. The, well, I think the, 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 gr- the most grim slash pedal. But yeah, th- that just to finish that point, that those that hopefully this generation is going to be the generation that does not. Mm. just blindly Deify, trust yeah. celebrities. Mm. Obviously, we also are, like, hyper online. Celebrity now doesn't mean a handful of people who have incredible power. It means it's trickled down to YouTube kind of stars. influence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people who have still have obscene amounts of money, but more people are famous now. Yeah. Um, and they will always have power imbalances that are sometimes exploited by the wrong people because our culture rewards... The worst of people, um, but I was very striking that the potency of R. Kelly's power mm. was enough to offset even a criminal case, um, and and, and obviously like maybe the, the, that we wouldn't be so trusting of that now. But yeah, and the, and the amount of be. money that he was able to, he settled a lot of it out of court. Yeah, and a lot of these women had to sign non-disclosure agreements as well. Which yeah. we, we were like, is that only like it? Why should it be <laughs> that I fucked this child? You can yeah, sign. Let me write a contract. Yeah, out. you <laughs> could write an NDA to ob- ob- obscure a illegal activity. Yeah, that seems, seems like such a weird. stupid loophole. Yeah. Um, um, the, the the most grim slash funny thing that I found about that whole documentary was when they were discussing the trial and there were lots of women and men, but lots of women who were, because it was a public trial, that were there with their placards um, supporting R. Kelly, like, free R. Kelly, he's innocent, oh, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And he was so bold mm. that he pick. managed to pick one of those girls up. Yeah. One He's of those 14-year-olds. Yeah. And, like, he was in front of all these judges being like, I didn't fuck that girl, I didn't yeah. fuck that kid. And, sli- and then he's like, oh, hey, kid, come, yeah. come home with Slipping me. Slipping his phone number to um, his next victim. Yeah, in front of... <laughs> just, yeah, in front of cameras. Be, it would be hilarious if it wasn't so... So grim. bold. Yeah. yeah. So, no, it would be bold if... It, yeah, yeah. You right. But just think... Yeah. I think the other point to mention is the grotesque, willful blindness of pretty much all of the men in um, his camp. And it's what I was uh, mentioned earlier, but forgot to finish that point, which is the his ex wife Andrea um, mentioned like he's too thick to do this by himself. (laughs) He can't read or write. He's got people doing stuff for him every famous person has is is an employer mm. of like a company's worth of people mm. every single and every single big famous person and so that entire company of yes men and they were men and handlers and security mm. and people in the police mm. are as far as i'm concerned are Almost just like are yeah. entirely as complicit yeah. as R. Kelly because they were in they this. were interviewing these people who were these guys who were just in front of the camera freely admitting fucking shrugging yeah, yeah they're just going oh well you know um, I did check I didn't check for IDs they were you know they were obviously just like fourteen but I wasn't checking for IDs I'd, oh yeah you saying that I, I didn't forged, check for IDs I, 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 I forged the documents to say that Aaliyah was eighteen when she was fifteen so yeah. he could get married he was like I'm ashamed to say I did <laughs> it. it's like do you realize what you're <laughs> why the fuck isn't that guy in prison? Yeah. Or why he just admitted 
Surely a federal offence yeah. or whatever the fuck that is. To at least forge a document. You just trafficked Aaliyah. Yeah. Surely that's like, yeah. you know, something along those lines, pimped her out or whatever. Mm. Like, how is that not illegal yeah. for his brother, his older brother who uh, is... <coughs> both of his brothers are spoken to. The younger one is estranged from R. Kelly, mm. respect. And the <laughs> other, but the other one is the like, yeah, one. well, I like older women. He likes younger women. <laughs> men be men. And also <laughs> saying, like, that, um, you know, men get jealous. We don't want you talking to a guy this certain way, that certain way. I'm refusing to accept the gravity of the situation and what he actually did and belittling it down to, like, oh, he's just a bit clingy because he's a genius. He starved there's women he starved them he made them shit in buckets shit in buckets <laughs> locked them in rooms made them face the wall when any other man walked in the room call him daddy uh, ask him to speak mm. to eat to go anywhere obviously like the the I think the men come across like disgusting mm. in that and I'm not the person to hypothesize about like black masculinity mm. or if it even is racial mm. I don't fucking know but every single guy they speak to has this look of kind of uh performative outrage about a, like that kind of scandalized mm. way of speaking as if they weren't directly complicit as if they weren't describing something they were part yeah, of yeah 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 I don't understand how they could indict themselves yeah. on camera like yeah. that and so, not join the yeah. dots bashfully as yeah, well like, <laughs> yeah he was just in the studio with girls who and I didn't check their ID because that's like the mantra yeah. of these guys is yeah. I didn't check their IDs I don't know. but they were clearly 14, mm. 15 they got a big and booty see, yeah she, if a girl had a, what you gotta understand about Rob is if, if a girl had a big, big booty, booty she had a big she booty she had a big booty it's like excuse me can you can we unpack that a little bit please <laughs> that's the end of the clip and she's he's uh, he's they're naked in the studio and he's groping them or whatever and they're going that was just Rob yeah <laughs> like it's an amusing anecdote yeah. that was just how Rob was though that's how he be and that's just how the studio was I think that was what was making me really angry yeah is, is, is the, those fucking guys yeah and they guys. agreed to come on yeah. camera and talk about that. Imagine all the ones who didn't. It goes for Harvey Weinstein as well. Yeah, like, a lot, um, Dream Hampton was saying, like, oh, there was a bunch of people that didn't agree to, like... She did have a bunch of his, like, um, musical peers. John mm. Legend, I think, was one of the only ones that yeah. agreed to go on and talk about it. But apparently Lady Gaga refused. <sighs> but a lot of, a lot of after the documentary Gosh. came out, a lot of celebrities, you know, sort of were like, well, oh, we, yeah. now, we, now we will distance ourselves. Mm. Oh, please pull my song yeah. featuring R. Kelly from the streaming site. <coughs> In it. Like, this is just PR. Mm. You knew. <coughs> You all knew. Do you think they knew or do you think they didn't know? Or what do you think about... So now we can talk, oh, talk willful, about the, these people Willful who, ignorance. Yeah. You know? Like Whitney Houston. Mm. Yeah. Mm. She's probably going crack, but... <laughs> she doesn't know. Yeah. What, she's never taken... She doesn't know what crack is. Yeah. Crack is whack. Yeah, crack is whack. Uh, so, uh, she, uh, she, she's in the documentary, the first archive footage of her saying um, that R. Kelly's a genius. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but... The f- how can everybody everyone's take now is that it was an open secret yeah and yet they're all denouncing him with shock yeah how can both be true <laughs> yeah especially like people in the kind of R&B and kind of music communities like they must have known yeah it's the it's the frustrating thing about Me Too in general is the individualising of of social cultural malignancies yeah um and having this 
quite satisfying outrage at the Harvey Weinstein yeah. and not acknowledging that every single one of those fucking actors and actresses in like old Hollywood, you know, the ones with like power mm. in the industry, I would eat my hat if they <laughs> if they genuinely didn't know that Hollywood was basically predicated on yeah. the explo- exploitation of women yeah. actresses, you know, and only, and in the same breath, like, I'm fairly certain R. Kelly is like a cartoonishly extreme villain and like all people who are that evil it there is a collective kind of satisfaction in knowing that this this is this is black and white like i'm mm. all about the gray area and this is black and white yeah, yeah, yeah. and it is there you do always have to be wary of of doing that because uh it's more it's he needs to be in prison or yeah. without any money or something. Yeah. I don't really know what yeah. needs to happen to him. As as dream happens, well, said, as, yeah, the the, um, the victims get should decide yeah. what happens to him. But and he, and there now, are. Yeah. Let's not forget the all the fucking enablers because those yeah, people can yeah, absolutely yeah. suck my dick. Yeah, they can go to hell. Yeah, but since since the documentaries come out, there have been like various. Uh, advancements in his like criminal. So the FBI uh, investigating him specifically in the in in terms of Azriel, um, if they find out that he booked flights for her mm. to travel across state lines, um, that he could be um, accused of trafficking because yeah. trafficking with a minor. Because if they could prove that yeah. they, she was flown across state lines for sex, yeah. Which yeah, I imagine is difficult to prove. Yeah, um, but he's also he's got a rental property, and I think that he's being evicted, and he's of course he's, uh, he's net worth. I think, think now is buy, right? a million. Yeah, this is the thing. <laughs> but maybe it's because he's running out of money. Yeah, that he has to rent. I don't know. And now his his net worth, I think, is only a, a million, which is less than what he's going to ha- actually have own in assets or whatever. Um, and record labels have dropped him only now. Mm. Um, Spotify. And again, that's all PR, like you said. Yeah, it is. Yeah, like, definitely. I don't believe the record companies have woken up. No, 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 to, no. To, uh, it's because, and it's because they know that they, <coughs> they, they probably know that they won't make money out of him anymore. Mm. Um, yeah, because like morality uh, sells now, like yeah. kind of performance. Yeah, of exactly, exactly. Because back then, he also they make it clear in the documentary he. Um, Basic, he his career was about like kind of capitalizing on his reputation as bad boy and mm. as as like a kind of man who enjoyed sex, sex yeah. and cigars and he was like v- almost violently yeah. sexual on stage like Bold, acted out all these yeah. yeah that was like but at the same kind time did these thing. kind of gospel songs so what's that all about yeah I black. don't know there's something really creepy about how he would pander to the black community in that in that kind of way like really like how after can you have prison, a wholesome image yeah. did he not write did not do I believe I can fly after, no that was no, before no that was before yeah but he had like like you saying he had his resurgence after mm. when he was doing any time he was falling out of favour publicly he would release a really um kind of rousing church type song and everyone would be like i love that larkelly he's funny he's not fine he's not even fine and i remember watching this thinking like imagine if he was actually hot could he have done even more (laughs) yeah i don't know i think i think he's done himself okay yeah i mean um he is just a, a portrait of just rampant um unapologetic 
uh, pred- pred- predation? Yeah. Predator, pred- and I think that, that, you know, the point that's often brought up is like that he would be in jail right now if it wasn't, if they were white girls, if it was white girls that he was yeah. abusing. Um, which I think is probably true, but also, yeah. as Jim Hampton pointed out, it's like when people bring up this trump card of like, well, what about black on black crime? Like, people do tend to commit crimes within their own communities. Yeah. So I don't know if he was actively consciously selecting black women. Probably not smart enough to do that. Yeah, no. Um, he does he seem just, yeah. incredibly thick to yeah. me. And again, it's not him that does the masterminding. It cannot be. No. They do say that... Uh, they do make the point that he was raped several times as a child. Mm. And Isn't clearly it's, has a background yeah. of, of abuse. It's sort of... It's, 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 that doesn't mean... It's obvious shit. from the beginning, the first few episodes, that that's the case. But it's not explicitly said. Mm. Um, but we come to that conclusion because his brother uh, does uh, talk about that. Yeah. Um, and then it's implied that... R. Kelly went through the same thing. Mm. Um, yeah. But, and then the psychologists uh, take that on as well and talk about how, as an abuse victim, he would have felt the need to have asserted his power in any way possible in the most, yeah. you know, the most... But bad yeah. people get abused and don't yeah. create sex <laughs> yeah. of children. He's a fucking paedophile, like... God bless Vince Staples. Yeah. Uh, for the being one of the only people who actually just says shit like that. Yeah. Um, I, uh, Dave Chappelle's got a bit about it, and so is Aziz Ansari, but they're all kind of... I don't want to talk about those, because I'm not sure what my official opinion is, but I think we can safely say, you know, fuck R. Kelly. The Mute R. Kelly campaign is is coming is growing i think yeah. he is being muted in lots of ways and we obviously support yeah that. i mean uh there was an upsurge after the documentary came out of his music being streamed um but i would hope my my inter- interpretation of that isn't like as a, a show of support no. but more as like curiosity because even i was we listened to yeah because yeah. i because we you know there was a song where it was like chocolate something mm. chocolate factory and i was thinking what's what fucking song is that yeah there's a lot of songs yeah and the just videos like, just look funny yeah we were like looking we were watching some of the videos so i think it's just curiosity yeah. or or as someone said like um trying to pick actually analyze the lyrics because a lot of the lyrics yeah i always thought when fucking bump and grind came out or when i became aware of bump and grind not bump and grind yeah is yeah. it oh, my mind is telling me no yeah i always thought like nothing wrong. like he's literally saying my mind is telling me no because it's a child but my body and my dick yeah is it's telling, telling me yes because yes, it's a child yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly all, all of that you know yeah uh, the, he, I always, yeah, he kind of brazenly would address all of these things. He did that 19 minute song called, called I Admit. I Admit. Well, he doesn't actually admit anything. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, his ex wife is like, that's <laughs> she's, like, she's like, she's like, that's the dumbest 19 minute song. <laughs> <laughs> and he obviously just thought, aha, yeah, I've got you. <laughs> Take this, <laughs> your <Well>. honor. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the obviously raises a lot of open-ended questions but i think that kind of covers our general musings on the whole thing yeah Um, and 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 people just are willing to defend him for whatever reason because of this whole like don't bring a brother down yeah yeah uh, element like and even r kelly is capitalizing off of that because even his like public statements that his camp make mm. literally say like this is the this is the public lynching of a black man yeah yeah, that will always have some resonance, mm. but also black people ain't thick. 
No. Um, they're not all just going to fall for that. No. Um, some people will always buy that. Yeah. That's always going to be a resident argument. Yeah. And I find it funny as well, because like, his lawyer, his line is that these are women who have been, who are exes of Roberts, mm. and they all want their 15 minutes of fame. So they've all somehow collectively <sighs> made up, like, fan fabricated. Like, yeah. imagine the effort you yeah. have to go to. Why be would like, you want to be famous for that? Yeah. Imagine, like... Uh, like, oh, I, you know, I'm, I'm Mark Kelly's ex. Maybe I should contact some of his other exes and let's all see if we can somehow together yeah. pull uh, all of our resources and make a little bit of money and get some recognition from this. Yeah, like you said, why would you want it that? <laughs> yeah, they're all incredibly talented singers and dancers. Yeah. Like, they can just pop music out and put dancing out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There are other ways. Just You could just start a vlog. <laughs> And become an influencer. You don't need to publicly expose yourself up. to like hordes oh, well, of abuse. Yeah. yeah. Because any woman who speaks out about this will tell you that the you are just rewarded with piles and piles of abuse mm. and disbelieving people. There will always probably feel like there are more people who don't believe these women uh, yeah, than, than, than do. Yeah. Um. You think that this is like a. Uh, a hundred percent takedown. You that you couldn't possibly watch all six parts and still believe R. Kelly, but people do because misogyny is strong yeah. and these are black women. Why would they believe mm. you? Mm. Um, but we've got our eye on. Stay vigilant, everyone. Don't meet R. Kelly in a studio or anyone famous in a studio. Anyone people, with a modicum amount of fame. Mm. We might talk about that next episode. That's one of the things you might talk about. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think that that, that sums probably, it up. Yes, uh, well, do watch it if yeah. you if you do want if you to can stomach it. Trigger warning. Yeah, big goes, old. Because every time we were watching it, we were like, and it would come up on the screen. It would have the title, uh, and it would say like, blah blah blah. Met R. Kelly at age, and it would. And we'd be like, again? Yeah, another. Every time you think it's all done it's like so and so met r kelly when she was and it's and it comes up with another talking head and you're like please tell me this is a police woman or something yeah yeah no no remember when one of them is like a th- where it's like whoever jane or whoever mm. met r kelly when she was 33 and mm. we were like oh, oh yeah she's a radio dj and she met r kelly and we were like oh okay Maybe this is somebody who like was like no or exposed something yeah. or it's part of the mute R Kelly movement, but no. I first met R Kelly yeah. when like he slipped me his number yeah. and because she looked young for her mm-hmm. age, so and he, he would, didn't his, always discriminate. No, <laughs> and his his uh, his way in with these women was to disclose his own history of abuse. Mm-hmm. It was that thing like you said, like opening himself up and making himself <sighs> feel see, seem vulnerable. Yeah, and then. Then you feel well. The woman in question would feel privileged, mm-hmm. and you know, then yeah. they would kind of some kind of closeness, emotional closeness, yeah. and intimacy is then established. Yeah. And then he rapes them. Yep. And we also we have failed these girls. By the way, these girls who have appear, appear to have had no knowledge of the signs of abuse mm. no that's what confidence. Yeah, right so they, we were saying like this is a little disgusting them. and we need to you know um we need to attack and um well we need to find a way to punish these men and all the men that are culpable but also we need to educate women yeah <laughs> seriously yeah like about the the insidious first first red flags yeah the stuff that's 
deliberately there to charm you out of uh, of um, your wits mm, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, Pull the wool over your eyes. Yeah, yeah, all of that stuff. That stuff needs to be taught in schools. Yeah. And it is always... It, they, they make the observation that the women that he went for were, like, sort of very innocent, usually abused in their own childhood mm. themselves. Um, Just vulnerable in every o- way. Naive, naive, kind yeah. of, like, open people. And that is... Um, those characteristics have been highlighted before, and like it's obviously nobody's fault mm, that they mm. t- if you get abused, but there are certain characteristics that might make you vulnerable to the, the characteristics of an abuser. Mm, you might mm. find them kind of attractive. A lot of the time, it's like in the case of Alkali's ex-wife, uh, it's the desire to like try and fix this person mm. because they present as vulnerable to you, and you think that you're seeing the man behind the mask, mm, and mm. you're seeing the true, the sensitive soft, soul, gentle. Yeah nature of this kind of like famous man so that teaching self-esteem teaching how to like stand up uh or just educating yeah women yeah. enough to at least know recognize just start getting to a point that like i would say there are just if a guy just says or if someone's like describing an interaction with a guy to them like a date and they say they describe certain things the guy might have said or done there are just I just have an instinct of like, ugh, like no. the, there yeah. are th- certain things you just avoid, certain behaviors because you've because le- I've spent the last few years like learning about yeah. that stuff through my own crappy experiences myself. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm sure I, it's difficult because these women are so young; they're also just hormonal. But yeah, we gotta fucking teach, teach, teach them as much as we possibly can. Obviously, nothing's gonna. If they get, if it happens, it happens. But Jesus Christ, like, oh, oh, God, um, you do leave watching it, and it's difficult to talk to like the guys in your life for a bit. <laughs> it's just like leave me alone for a second. Yeah, I know it's not really yeah. these guys that did anything. But it's just, ooh. but there is like a part of you that's just like, ooh. you just need to leave me alone yeah. for a second, because sometimes if you're feeling like in a really shit mood or something, you just think. They all have shitty the the characteristics, not to do R. Kelly bad shit, but a certain entitlement and like rudeness and ignorance that characterizes all men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> all <no. laughs> kind of like straight, straight cis men anyway. Yeah. Um, Be careful, guys and girls and girls and watch out. In between. I mean, R. Kelly was actually known for paroling. After school. Around school, she would hang out in like a burger joint. Fucking. It's just brazen, man. Full pedo. Yeah, proper pedo. Proper like white man, white van pedo. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's basically it, that's isn't basically it? Do you have any other lessons? I don't really have any more comments. Or no. Observations, no. Everything kind of covered. Yeah. So we fixed it. Yeah. Um, we'll just see you next week. For, yeah. Or next, not next week, in two weeks. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and by that time, I hope our Kelly is behind bars. Yes. Oh, <laughs> but you're not cast all feminist. But, <laughs> but but for this, we make an exception for yeah, him. Yeah, maybe he needs to be somewhere. We'll we'll set Liam Neeson on him. Just in, in he needs Liam, to be Liam. Yeah. Do you with one job. <laughs> yeah, why can't we just combine the two? Just you know, and then put Liam Neeson in prison. In prison as well. <laughs> yeah, like thank you, but also you have to go to prison. Now. <laughs> okay. okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>